This is the Fantasy Road Show. This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. You can call me Truck. I'm joined as always by Culls and Shane O'Mac. And we have a special guest here today. We have a juggernaut in the industry. Recurring. David, recurring. Actually, yes. First ever first recurring ever. guest outside of Shane O'Mac, of course. But uh, first ever returning guest, David Mendelson. David, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. We got the Super Bowl on Sunday. I'm pumped to be back on your guys' show, and um, hopefully we can hit some prop bets and win people some money this Sunday. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let, let's do it. Um, I I, I want to make a correction. Shana Mack is the first ever guest turned host. Yeah. David <laughs> is the first ever recurring, so there's you know, a difference there. Yeah. But um, yeah, so awesome to see you, man. So happy to have you back on. I know uh, briefly before we jump into um jump into some props and, and some super bowl talk i wanted to congratulate you from the from the pod last since last time you are now a father that's oh a thank congratulations you. big yeah, big awesome. update um and as the father of the podcast shane o'mac i want him to give you some fatherly advice from the fantasy road show let's see so, what you got what, yeah so okay so give me a little background so how, how old is girl boy she is almost six months will be six months next week Okay. Okay. So I, I just have to ask you, cause I ask every new parent, like, did anybody, I'm guessing the answer is no, prepare you for what that lack of sleep and tiredness is like the first two or three weeks? Because to me, it, nobody bothered to tell me like what it would be like. And it was the most eye opening experience I think ever I've had in any life event. Yeah, I feel like you hear people say like prepare for it, but you never fully are prepared until you go through it. And uh, yeah. I still feel like I'm sleepwalking a lot of days. Like, and she's, I think, as far as babies go, from what I hear, she's probably on the easier side, but it's still exhausting. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure, as you know, it's like the best thing you could ever do is become a dad. And like, it's, it's, you would never trade it for the world. So uh, it's been a little busier, have not been able to you know, do as many podcasts and uh, as much fantasy stuff as I did last year. But, uh, you know, it's, it's been great. So I, I love it. And did you master like the, 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 the diaper change process? Did you have that mastered or did you just say that is a hundred percent not on me? That's on mom. If you can pull that off or you can get the mom to do all the diapers, <laughs> pop it to you, man. Uh, my, I, I had to get it down pretty quick. I messed up the first time, but then after like second or third time, I started getting it down. But the question is, do you go completely without having the, the fatal accident? The one where the pooper pee goes all over the wall or all over your hands and arms because you don't get the diaper on quick enough. That was yeah. the eye-opening moment for me. I don't know if that was the same for you, but yeah. it, it's pretty bad. Yeah, the first one of those where we called them the explosions, that yeah. was just... You know, it, it, it was like, what, how does somebody so little do this much damage? And I had, and I had a boy. So mine also got like, I got the straight stream into the Ooh. face a couple of times. Oh. I mean, yeah, it's just 
double whammy. <laughs> David, do you think we're the only podcast that started their Super Bowl uh, <laughs> Super Bowl episode with pee and poo explosions? Baby explosions. It might be, but you know what? I, I mean, we're setting up for some explosions with these prop hitting. So it's yeah, a I love it. I love, love it. the segue. Uh, but you know, last time we were on, last time you were on, you told this Chiefs fan. Uh, pre pre bandwagon Chiefs fan, tell us about how special Mahomes has been this year, especially these last few weeks. Give us like your you know quick Chief season recap. I read this. Uh, Bill Barnwell is one of the best columnists over at ESPN.com, and he, I think he put it really well in an article he put today. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has went from becoming Steph Curry to becoming Nikola Jokic where he basically was setting the league on fire with 50-yard bomb passes to Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, the most exciting offense in the league, and he was doing it throwing 50 touchdowns. Now he's doing it where he's just outsmarting everybody. He's being able to read every single coverage. Uh, you know, he's now mastered to basically get out of sacks. You know, if his offensive line breaks down, he's arguably the best in just being able to move around in the pocket to escape pressure. He's not the fastest running or quarterback in the league, but – he knows how to turn his body and, and get just enough time to get some throws off, just throwing the ball away. Uh, I mean, one sack in the entire playoff so far and sacked on only 4% of pass dropbacks this year. Uh, yeah. That's that's an insane, insane stat. Second only to Josh Allen. With uh, injuries he, to the line. There's injuries on yeah. the line, too. And he's, there's the way he maneuvers in the pocket is unlike anything I've seen, I yeah. think. He, yeah, he's just become the ultimate finesse player, just – Again, he, he has that still in his tool belt, but he doesn't right now with how the team is constructed and how teams are playing him. You know, he's he's crafted his game for what he needs to do right now. So that, I think that's been the, the most impressive part of his transition. So obviously he was already the best quarterback in the NFL, but now to become one of the all time greats already this, you know, in his fifth season starting. It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah how are it's how unreal. are you enjoying the uh, the heel turn? the uh his uh his newfound uh villain uh uh you know image in the nfl it's hard man like i obviously i i sorry to talk to you guys about it like i've been a big Chiefs fan going back to like the early 2000s and it's weird because you hear like patriots fans and like they're the you know the enemy of every other team and it's like i feel like the chiefs haven't done anything to make people hate them you know people will point out the taylor swift stuff they'll point out uh, Mahomes is complaining to the refs or, you know, whatever the case may be. I, I think people just get tired of seeing a team win. And so they be automatically become the villain. I think they even said, like Mahomes said that he was like, you know, uh, if, if winning means you're becoming the villain, then I'll take that every time. So, yeah. What's the, yeah, uh, what's the, um, the uh, superhero saying you, you either, uh, um, you either die a hero or live long enough to become a villain. Right. right. Isn't that that's the right. same? And that's um, just, that makes sense, you know? So here's an, here's interesting. So I was born during this time. It's part of the reason I'm MJ. Um, what I don't, from my understanding, where the Bulls weren't ever hated like that. Like, weren't the Bulls loved because of how amazing their success was? To my knowledge, everyone loved Jordan, right? Shane, you were probably the most, um, I guess, aware during those times. Yeah, you can just say it. I'm the old man. You can just come out and say it. You, you don't have to tiptoe around it. You can just say. Aware yeah. during those times. <laughs> I loved how you worded that. That was great. That was that was a nice dry attempt. Uh, yeah, and you know, it, it was. And I think some of it was back then. 
um, you know, you didn't have all the social media stuff that you do that if, yeah. if that was around, that could have been a different story. But since it wasn't, yeah, nobody was complaining about all, you know, all their winning. They were, you know, yeah. even when you had teams and likable people like Barkley and the Suns that they were beating. Yeah, I think yeah. like what they meant to the NBA. I want to get back on track because I know um, David's got a hard stop here at, at 930 uh, Eastern. So um, one other question I think is important leading into uh, your best bets here is, so as a Chiefs fan, I know that you are a true professional. You are loyal to the bankroll. You want to make money. You're giving your best picks. But as a Chiefs fan, how do you separate bias from you know my team and you like getting in the lab and coming up with these numbers uh because you know you are your winner but i just think it's important to note and just kind of um you know how you know how you personally segment the two the easy answer is the chiefs have already won two super bowls so it's easy for me to be like look like i've been blessed to to see it happen twice so anything now is just kind of just you know cherry on top at this point so I want the Chiefs to win, obviously, but like I really want my bankroll to to, to really grow from this last game because um, yeah. obviously we won't have football again until September. So I think I can still have my fandom, but then I can also be like, okay, I, I want a high scoring game. Like I want you know George Kittle to be able to get seventy five receiving yards, and the Chiefs can still win. So it's it, it allows me to not fully invest in just every Chiefs play, but I can also invest in the, you know, the 49ers offense. And they're an exciting team to watch. So I, I want, I don't want it to be a one-sided game either way. Like I, I wouldn't want a Chiefs win 40 to zero because nobody wants a Super Bowl like that. Even if, even yeah. if you're a fan of the team, you want there to be some excitement to it, you know? So like, that's how I look at it is I want a good game. I feel like these two teams are two of, I think they were two of the top three projected Super Bowl contenders going into the year in terms of odds. So I do. I don't think either team is blowing one another out. I think the yeah. question becomes: Is it going to be a twenty-one seventeen game, or is it going to be a you know a thirty-four thirty-one game? Uh, there's like yeah. I, I think that's that's where we're trying to figure out right now. So um, I think as long as we get a good game, it makes it easy for you to be able to pick props on both sides. Yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunity here too. Um, you know, I I, I definitely see. I think I see this game very clear, so we'll get into it. But um, yeah, give it. I, I think the way that I want to structure this, um, I want you to give all your picks, so uh, you know, listeners, roadies, they can they can get your picks and why, and then we'll each give maybe depending on how much time a best bet or two, and then get your your thoughts on that. So um, I think let's just start hammering away and give us uh, some of your best bets. Uh, well, so what I've been doing on on Twitter is I've been putting out one bet a day. I'll end up having put out six bets that I'll have been putting in as straight bets individually. I'll be putting them in a mix of different parlays. Uh, but the first one I put out this week was Patrick Mahomes over 26 and a half rushing yards. You can get that 25 and a half in some books right now. Yeah. Um, he is kind of deceptively quick in terms of, you don't think he, he can run as fast as he does. Uh, but Mahomes has topped 26 and a half rushing yards in every single Super Bowl he's played in. So all three games, he's had 29 or more rushing yards. Uh, the 49ers blitz at one of the highest rates in the NFL. 
And Patrick Mahomes, obviously, when there's a blitz coming with, you know, he's missing Joe Tooney, which is his best offensive lineman right now. Um, he does scramble to extend plays. He will look downfield first, but he's not afraid to run. Uh, we saw in the uh, in the Miami Dolphins game, he basically got that line on one scramble. Uh, do I think Mahomes runs seven or eight times? I don't think so, but he just needs four or five carries and he'll get there. Um, I had a couple other stats, but I can't, unfortunately, I can't open my my Twitter to all the, all the stats I put in there, but um, basically he's to me the the atmosphere, the Super Bowl being where if he really doesn't see something, he's he's going to make a play happen. You've seen uh, when he played the Tennessee Titans, you've seen it when he's played obviously this year the Super Bowls. He he'll scramble. So Mahomes rushing yards over 26 and a half is my first prop that I have there for this week. Yeah. And you're referencing Twitter. You, you had Mahomes has rushed for 29 plus yards in each of his three Super Bowl appearances while the 49ers ranked 17th in quarterback rushing allowed yards allowed per game, 17 yards per game. Um, they allowed seventh most rushing attempts to quarterbacks right. against this pass rush. Mahomes will be scrambling using his feet to extend plays. This line is taking you into account his average over the last three games. Uh, yeah, so um, soft rushing defense of the um, uh, of the Niners to quarterbacks. Or uh, honestly, in my mind, they've been a different defense since Mufunga's been out. I think. Yep. I heard a stat that they were bottom three passing defense since Mufunga's injury. Um, so well, they've been picking on that. Um, the one cornerback uh, was it starts with an A. Um, top of my head, it's like um, I can't remember his name, but he's he's been getting destroyed. Yeah. Um, whichever receiver matches up, I have to double check what his name is, but uh, he's he's been by far their their weak link. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I also. I love that. Uh, I love your first play. I, I just think the way that Mahomes, you talked about him being surgical. Um, I have that on my board as well. I did see you posted it, but I was, I've been on Mahomes rushing just because like early in the season, he, he has been throwing interceptions, mainly yeah. targeting those pieces that we don't see on the field anymore. Uh, right. Cause you can't trust them. So I, you know, I actually like the Mahomes not to throw a pick because that line is taking this historic season of interceptions and that's where it's factoring in at that line. And I think it's misrepresented in these last few games. You see him going to rice Kelsey being very, um, you know, surgical about where he's throwing the ball. And part of that is he's not going to force it with his arm. If he sees it open with his legs, this is the last game of the season he's going for, yep. it, you know? So you have that aspect, that dynamic to the game as well. But um, yeah, I love it. I also want to add too. I, the Rasheed Rice popped up on the injury report today, and if Rasheed Rice is limited in any way, shape, or form, uh, that also might lead to Mahomes taking more scrambles because Rasheed Rice, you know, is one of his first two reads. If he's not being able to get open in the same capacity, uh, he might take it, just tuck it down and run. That, that would only, to me, play into that prop as well. Love it. Um, what else you got here? I put out uh, the next play I put out was George Kittle over 47 and a half receiving yards. I think that line is now up to 49 and a half, 48 and a half. I think roughly around there. Um, George Kittle to me is the kind of forgotten player in this offense. We saw in terms of Ayuk and Debo getting a lot of the headlines, but Kittle has the chance to have those big games. Um, the Chiefs have been pretty good against tight ends this season in general. 
but Kittle, in when he has played the Chiefs in his career, has topped this line numerous times. Uh, he also, in the playoffs just two weeks ago um, against the Packers, had, I believe, six or five or six catches for 81 yards. Um, I have all the stats on the tweet, but... Yeah, he, Kittle is number one target for the Niners against the Bliss this season. Chiefs are yep. blitzing 32.9% of plays, seventh most in the NFL, and 28.3% of opposing dropbacks, 12th most. Uh, yeah, so he's he, become their – yeah, and I do reference on there that he's played two teams that have blitzed at a higher percentage than the Chiefs do this year. And five for 78, eight for 89. Yeah, so both of those easily crushed the line that he's at, which is under 50 yards right now. Uh, and Kittle is a high dot player, so usually when he gets a catch, it's usually like 10 to 15 yards downfield. So he only needs about three or four catches to potentially get there. Um, so – uh, the Chiefs will blitz a lot. Um, they will time their blitzes. Spags does not just blitz everybody all the time, but Kittle is their number one option against the blitz. And that's uh, where I think they do well this I, year. I, I'm going to say I will absolutely guarantee you that you just sold Fantasy Trucker on Kittle over receiving yards. That, <laughs> am, am I? may have just placed my bet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, nobody loves to be sold like truck, but I mean, bringing oh, yeah. up that blitz, bringing up, bring, bringing up him against the blitz. I mean, it's not only that, but also in a big game, um, the 49ers, he is the heart of that offense. You see when he makes a play and gets a first down and is going crazy, um, mm -hmm. firing the team up, you see things start to that, that swagger and that team start to, um, go. He's kind of the engine of that offense. So in a big game like this, a big emotional game, getting Kittle uh, involved early is extremely important. Purdy yep. knows that. He's a smart – What? why he's on the field is because he's a smart leader, and he knows that once Kittle gets going, that offense goes. Um, so I love it. Just like you said, man, like can you imagine the 49ers being in the Super Bowl and George Kittle not being heavily involved? Like th that's like I would be amazed if he has like two catches for like twenty yards. Like that's this is the biggest stage. He's one of the biggest players. He's like you yep. said, the heart of that team. Take take all the numbers out of it. Like George, it's just a, it's a vibes thing as well. Like yeah, well, just like Trent, big Trent walking out with that boombox and him, like how confident they feel with yeah. him leading them out on the field. It's the same thing with Kittle. When he catches that ball and is firing that team up, you mm -hmm. see them go with it. I, I mean, it gives me the chills just talking about because, like, you see it, you feel it on the sideline. That swagger comes out, and they start kind of strutting around the field. You need that in a game like this, and you need that. Mm -hmm. You need a guy like Mahomes to feel that so he doesn't go out there and think he's invincible, which exactly. is what happened to, with against the Ravens. Ravens yeah, couldn't no. even coach a game plan against them because they're like, we have to go, we have to take these, we have to make these home run plays to keep up with Mahomes, and they just it didn't work for him, you know. Yeah, and I think that the thing I like about it is so he led the league this year in twenty plus yard catches uh, amongst all tight ends. He had I think thirty of those, so you mm -hmm. can get that easily, maybe off of just two or three catches. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree with you. Love it. What do we got next? Christian McCaffrey over 91 and a half rushing yards. I think some places it's actually at 89 and a half. It's been fluctuating yeah. a lot over the last few days. Uh, I think it got up to, 
I think I saw it 92 and a half and now it's back down to like 89 and a half. Uh, I would take this. I would take his receptions at four and a half. I would also take his rushing and receiving at yeah. 129 and a half. I like all those props for him. Uh, I got a couple I, mean, I want to add in. They fit in perfect. CMC yep. on DraftKings, McCaffrey most rushing attempts minus 200. Um, like I just, I mean, it's minus 200. I just don't imagine. I, I can't see anyone else. Um, is Pacheco going to really get to where McCaffrey, like there's just no way. Then also CMC most rushing attempts plus receptions is minus 250. Of course, that number starts to grow a little bit bigger, but mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't see anyone else that's going to catch him in this game. Like, agree. McC- you know, he could get 30 rushes. I mean, I could very easily see him get, you know, they're, they're going to feed him until they can. He's going to get 95 to hundred percent of the snaps at running back. And if, if he doesn't, if it's, if it's Mitchell coming in there, it could either be like McCaffrey gets dinged up and he needs to accept on the field for a couple drives or, um, it's just going to be, I don't see him coming off the field. They're going to have maybe find a way to get them both out there, but McCaffrey's just, gonna be fed the entire game i think i don't know yeah i think i also put in the tweet again i don't have it in front of me but it was something about along the lines of that he averaged the most yards after contact of any running back in the nfl and i think the second highest yards per carry uh uh, for that as well yeah kansas city chiefs hit running backs at or behind the line of scrimmage 37 percent of the time second worst CMC led the NFL in total yards gained and second in carries in yards per carry gained before first contact. Yeah. So basically put that in simple terms, it's pretty much just like the chiefs do not get a good job of hitting someone at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage. They pretty much already passed the line of scrimmage before they hit them. And McCaffrey is basically the best running back in the NFL in terms of getting yards before he's hit for the first time. Obviously, that offensive line help plays into that as well. But he's so uh, he shifty; he, the hole's yeah. better than anyone, and he slides in. You know, you, you could just see the way he runs. Right. Yeah. So it's like pretty much you just you're taking like a team's weakness is his strength. So right. like that's where I, I that's why I put the rushing yards. But again, like he's uh, he's gonna have the ball thrown to him. They're gonna have him touch the ball twenty five times in this game. Yeah. And he's yeah. game script. He's game script proof because if they're down fourteen or twenty one points, they're gonna throw it to him. And if they're up 14 or 21 points, they're going to run it to him. If it's a closed game, they'll do both. Like, like he is game script proof. So that's why I love his rushing and receiving yards a lot as well. Cause then you can basically handicap yourself, especially also if he catches like a 50 yard screen pass to the house and you're like, man, I put his rushing yards in and that kind of stinks. Cause that doesn't help me. You can do that. Um, which again, it, it, I wouldn't hate that either, but I feel like there's no bad Christian McCaffrey prop in this game. Well, what do you think about the uh, one I was looking at is scoring two plus touchdowns? Uh, I think it's at like two plus 250. Uh, he scored multiple touchdowns each of the last two weeks and three out of the last five. Uh, do you like that one at all? I do. Uh, I don't know if I'll bet that, but I would 100% could see that happening. Like, I, I think it's pretty much guaranteed he scores at least one, right? Like, I, I would yeah. say, I think we'll all be shocked. At the end yeah. of the day, if the Niners get to the goal line, he's getting the ball four times. If it's that 34 to 34 game that you referenced earlier, then McCaffrey's probably getting in twice. If it's that 21 to 17 game, probably not. So, you know, I, I think that's 
all game script. Like, do you think it's yes. going to be a shootout or is this, you know, top three chiefs defense going to show up and put stress on Purdy early? Like, you know, there's, there's definitely, you can see both sides, but you take a stance on one. And if you believe in that high scoring shootout, then go get right. McCaffrey. Uh, you know, as you just mentioned, the rushing and rece- receiving combined, and then two touchdowns just start to kind of build that game script. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, I love that. I, you know, I think McCaffrey is just a big moment type player. And like you said, he's going to be on the field and he's going to be getting the ball. So, yeah, I mean, they're, if they lose, they're going down the McCaffrey touching the ball 25 times. They're not. Yeah. They're not going to do what the Ravens did and, and abandon the run after no. four plays. No, I totally agree. I love that. All right, we got five minutes with you left. Do you got another prop for us? We're hoping uh, we can keep riding these. I know Chuck's probably over there, like trying not to put his eyes down as he's just Christmas <laughs> it on all these. Uh, I think it's the a big Debo Samuel game this week. I think yeah. uh, the the Chiefs run uh, one of the highest rate of. T- too high, basically too high safeties. And Debo Samuel Samuel leads the team uh, in target rate against too high coverage. Uh, I would expect that Legereus Steed is going to match it more on Brandon Ayuk as he's more kind of a, a, the pure receiver. Yeah. And that Debo Samuel is going to be obviously getting carries. He's going to be kind of lining up all over the place. Um, Debo Samuel, it's the same with him as kind of McCaffrey. Like I'm, I already put a bet on his receptions. I have the, the Twitter play I put out was four and a half catches, basing off of the coverage that they're going to be playing against and him being number one against that coverage, based on the fact that bubble screens and shovel passes are probably going to be in the game plan for him. Obviously yep. carries as well. So I put 16 and a half rushing yards for him as well. I bet that. I bet his rushing and receiving yards, which I got it at 75 and a half. It's up to about, I think, 78 or 79 and a half now. Um, I bet his receptions, as I mentioned, like all the Debo props, all the McCaffrey props. Those are the two players in this game that I basically am okay with betting any of their props. And I'll, I'll probably bet them. Yeah, I liked Debo. It was over two and a half carries. I loved that earlier in the week. I mm-hmm. think I saw it at like minus 125. It's now up to like minus 180. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I think people are starting to realize like Debo is healthy and they're going to make sure they get their playmakers the ball in creative ways. Everything you think of, of the 49ers offense, you're going to see. Like they're laying it all out there. They're not keeping it, holding anything back. Yep. You're going to see – Debo being lined up everywhere like we have in seasons in the past. You're going to see the same with McCaffrey. They're going to just, you know, it, it, this is going to be an awesome football game. I think these are the two best teams, and this is the best product of football that we could have gotten. So I'm, yeah, yeah, you know, I couldn't be happier, but exactly right. Like CMC, Debo, those are the two guys that they're going to get. Those are their two biggest playmakers. They're going to be stressing. Uh, you know, receptions, carries, getting them the ball. So uh, I love it. Yeah, I think, and again, I, I have, you know, some Kittle props in there, but I don't have all of his stuff like I do with uh, with Debo and Christian McCaffrey. It's, it's my The order of my favorite goes Christian McCaffrey, Debo, George Kittle, Ayuk in terms of the, the Niners options. But I have zero bets on Ayuk. Um, and again, maybe he goes off and he has a great game, but just all the research I've done this week, uh, I've been spending like a few hours every day. Um, everything points to it kind of being where 
it's one of those kind of quiet games for him. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I'm putting my money mostly on those guys for the Niners. Uh, a couple other plays that I'm, I'm throwing in there and I've thrown into some parlays. Kyle Juszczyk, is over, is, his line is half a catch. Right now there's a lot of juice on it. It's like minus 160. I actually have him in a uh, – I put out on Twitter it was like 50 to win uh, like $10,000. And it was oh. – it was George Kittle to get 100 receiving yards, use check to get three catches, and Marquez Valdez Scanlon to get two catches, and then Mahomes to get over his rushing yards, 26 and a half. Those four legs, 50 paid out like 10,500. Chuck's Ooh. punching that in that one in yeah, right yeah. now. Yes, <laughs> I will. Yeah, like, so Thank it's you like, very no, much. Yeah, we'll be riding that one with you. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's, it'll be fun. It'll be like a, a sweat. But I think you yeah. check his, his, you know, getting a, I think he's had three catches in all four games he's played against Kansas City in his career. And yep. he's had uh, he had two catches last week. So he'll be one of those options if they blitz, as this offense the Chiefs do. He could be one of those options that Purdy dumps it off to in front of him, especially if McCaffrey, you know, needs to be spelled for a little bit, you know, for a player or two, or yeah. you know, they they double McCaffrey in the flat. They might go, you know, dump it to use check across the middle. Um, yep. And he has the two catches. Uh, pretty much like those are, and then I, I have a couple bets with Kelsey in terms of like I, I think, you know, you play the Rasheed Rice injury factor. And Kelsey's looked like a beast in the playoffs. He looked incredible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whole different. He, he just he understands that now's the time to turn everything on. You know, it's exactly Mahomes and Kelsey effect. Like, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, his props are, are I think, are pretty good too. So I bet on For his sure. receptions and his yards. Do you um, like? Uh, I, I, do you like any of the Pacheco props? I don't hate them. I, I did bet on his sixty-seven and a half rushing yards. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit scared. I, I need to see if, if Jarek McKinnon's uh, McKinnon's active mm-hmm. because I think that will hurt into his receptions. Right now, it's at two and a half. Um, but if Jarek McKinnon's healthy, he's definitely going to be the preferred passing down option. So, I, I McKinnon or uh oh, did we lose him? Oh, there, there we go. There we you go. There? You're there. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Okay. Lost right. you for a second. Um, so I know you got to run. I, I real quick, I want us each to give you our what we think of as our best bet. I'm gonna start. I I DM'd you this one earlier in the week because I thought the line was gonna move because to me it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, and I wish I had your nat your your natural reaction from it now, but you know it's coming. So I saw long the longest field goal made, whether it's coming from the Chiefs, 49ers, or no field goal at all. And to me, I thought you can get it at minus 110 on DraftKings. I think that's just like if you can get at a pick Chiefs to have the longest field goal in that game. Butker, not only is he the better kicker, Moody hasn't been consistent here in the playoffs. I just don't know that they trust him. Uh you know, 40 or more right now. So mm-hmm. to me, I'll just take the better kicker as is, but uh, I want to get your thoughts on that one. I, I love that. When you said that to me, I, I like you have the combination of, like you said, they don't trust him. I, I don't, I have to double check. I haven't looked into it, but I I'm pretty sure if he hasn't hit a kick uh, above, you know, in a 50 yard range, Bucker's done that multiple times this year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, again, I, I mean, Moody, Barely, I mean, he, he they did beat the Packers when he barely made a kick. Um, 
but I, I, I mean, Bucker is arguably the second best kicker in the NFL behind Justin Tucker. I would, yeah. like you said, I would bet on the better kicker in this matchup. He's betting these games. Moody has not kicked a ball in a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, if he's had nerves in regular season games, what's he going to do in the Super yeah. Bowl? Right. Yeah. Great point. Um, Truck, you got one for him? Uh, yeah. I mean, he already spoke on it. Uh, was Mine was Pacheco over 67 and a half rushing yards. I mean, he hit it each of the last four games. I think the Chiefs are really looking um, to establish the running game as they've been doing recently. Um, so that one's one of my favorites. There was also one I was, I was thinking about. Um, and it's, I, I it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, but I was going to take his under on the 262 passing yards to 262.5. Uh, MGM has it down at 260. Um, and he's missed this mark each of the last five games. Is it crazy to think that they go up to an early lead? They have scored uh, on the first drive each of the last two games, and uh, and he doesn't hit this mark even with uh, um, uh, Rasheed Rice uh, dealing with that injury. Like, what you, am I crazy? I think you're. This? I, I think you're better off taking Mahomes three hundred plus at two point two to one odds, two plus two two twenty. Like, I just like the idea of Mahomes shining in a Super Bowl. Right. Um, so that's just me. It's easier to take to go for Mahomes than fade him. Like yeah. you don't want to be sitting there with like a beautiful spread of food out in front of you, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, and then Mahomes just dices up the Niners on the first drive for like 80 yards in the air, and you're like, <laughs> Yeah. Makes that's sense. why I always that's why I always just bet overs because you can lose unders in the first quarter of a game but you'll never lose overs in the first quarter of a game. You have to wait the whole game. For <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys talked me out of that one. Yeah. Yeah. Chain of Mac. What do we got? Uh, so I was looking at Mahomes over 36 and a half pass attempts is what I saw the number at yesterday. And so when I was looking, he's like five out of the last seven or six out of the last eight. He's hit, he's been over that mark. Um, in my mind, I see it like San Francisco's a top five offense as far as scoring in the first half. So I don't think Kansas City gets away from them. And mm -hmm. so I just, when you've got probably two of the best offensive play callers in the game, uh, in this game, I just like it to be a close game where neither team gets away from each other and it lends itself, you know, to higher scoring and higher passing attempt game for Mahomes. I uh, I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. As far as Mahomes' props outside his rushing, they were so hard for me to to be definitive on because some numbers to me felt like okay, like he should beat this, and other numbers felt like okay, like maybe he won't. It, it, I didn't get a strong lean either way. Um, if you look at his three Super Bowls he's played in, he actually hasn't like lit up any of the games. Like he's done enough to win those games, and he makes plays to win those games but he's not lighting up the Super Bowl in any of the three games he's played in. Um, that That's where I'm, I'm kind of like the past attempts, you know, maybe they do ride Pacheco, especially if they're having success on the ground to, you know, to Trucker's point, like, you know, if, if Pacheco is, is getting four or five yards a carry and they're able to kill clock and keep San Francisco off the field, which I know the Niners are going to try to do with Mahomes, then it's like, why would they not keep doing that? And then, you know, then you throw the pass to Kelsey, like, a, you know, a 10-yard a ten yard in uh, route across the middle, first down, waste some more clock, hand it to Pacheco. Yeah. Uh, but then at the same time, if, if, you know, the Chiefs offense doesn't come to play and the Niners 
are able to be surgical their first two drives, go up 14-0, then Mahomes has to be aggressive in his pass attempts. So, like, yep. it, it, I, I personally just haven't gotten a good lean either way on that. So I, I couldn't tell you if I, I think it's a, a good or bad call just from how I feel about it, but uh, I could see either happening, honestly. What do you got, Chiefs in the under, Chiefs in the over? Sign What's the line right now? Uh, seven forty-seven and a half over under, and I think it's probably plus two. Yeah. Um, money lines at plus one ten. Chiefs. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm personally, I think I'm all over the Chiefs in the under. I, I'm with you. I think I'm taking the Chiefs in the under as well. Truck. Yeah, Chiefs and under. Yeah, I had the Chiefs money line at plus one ten. What about over under? Do you think it's? I mean. I think it's over. I'm yeah. if I'm I was tilting towards the Mahomes and I was tilting towards Kelsey over 70 receiving. I was thinking that's going to be a little high scoring game, so. Yeah, I think I it's something like Chiefs haven't given up more than 27 once this season and um they're on average giving up 17 a game, I think that just ridiculous Chiefs defense. I think that's defense is going to show up, aggravate Purdy. Um, it's going to be an amazing game, but I could see that 20, 21-17 is like, you know, I, I actually said that exact number to Truck earlier today. I um, may or may not have placed that bet on the correct score. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but anyways, this was, I mean, I know you, you got to run, so we're going to get you out. Uh, we may have kept you a couple minutes over, so I apologize oh, for that. But good, um, I cannot wait to watch this game. I cannot wait to um hit you up after we're just you know cashing all these bets that we're talking about right now it's one of my most fun things to do on a sunday is is in the dms with david just cashing uh cashing props so um yeah thanks as always and definitely looking forward to the game yeah thanks david, for having we, you guys yeah we really appreciate you joining us uh and hopefully uh you come back soon to be our our, our actual uh, very recurring guest. So uh, triple recurring uh, yeah. guest. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? We'll just flash all the money we won, man. Like <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm really excited for this game. Uh, the vibes are high right now. I feel like we're, we're all due to hit something big on Sunday. So uh, if we hit something big, I'll, I'll come right back on uh, next time you guys do your show and we'll, uh, we'll bask yeah. in it. We'll bask in it for a little bit. Yeah. I'm actually uh, going to visit Mike uh, out, out in uh, Austin, Texas uh, this weekend. So it's coming uh, down for the game. Oh, that's sick. So we're going to place the uh, parlay that you mentioned Kittle, 100 yard, 100 plus <laughs> use check, three receptions, MVS. Two receptions, two, two receptions and yeah. uh, who who do we have on there? Mahomes rushing over. Through Mahomes rushing over. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Ten, Fifty be, to win 10 k. So yeah, we'll, we'll be in there. We'll be in there with you. We'll be uh, in the fo <laughs> in the foxhole together. Yeah. If that if that bet hits, man, like I don't even know. We'll we'll fly out. We'll fly out <laughs> yeah. east and play golf with you. Yes, uh, that dude, is that is what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that sounds brother. good. All right. Well, uh, well, yeah. Thanks again. You get uh, everybody. Uh, thanks for watching, liking the video, and subscribing. Uh, good luck to everybody. Uh, win some money, and uh, most importantly, buckle up.